Small Business Focus on The Money Show. Uh, Alon Reyes uh, is the guy who founded Reyes Corp. He is a small business expert. He is a guy who helps small businesses become less small businesses and grow into bigger businesses. When else did you write a check? Uh, I write them for wedding presents. <laughs> I think that the only thing I think... Remind me never to invite you to anybody I know's wedding. <laughs> I think it's far better to receive money than uh, the, the unwanted uh, cutlery and crockery. No, um, that much is sensible. But a check. <laughs> then it's like, open up and go, oh, it's a... But now I've got to go to the bank. Because you used to be able to deposit checks at ATMs. It's and banks, t- for some reason, have now decided that you can't do that anymore. Now you just walk around with occasional checks. It's less than checks. putting in a, all those Cash. notes, you know. You just put a cricker and into a nice box and give it to them. I'll come borrow one from you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay, so now tell me, please, is it a blank check, incidentally? Is it worth getting married again, I wonder? (laughs) (laughs) Invited. Elon is invited. Bring all your friends. Um, We're talking this evening about, uh, and I'm quite interested in in this hypothesis, because uh, we speak to you about about coaching from time to time. We talk about mentorship Mm. from time to time. And I've got an idea of mentorship and I've got an idea of coaching, but you've invented something called guiding. Mm. It sounds like you work for the South African blind uh, guide dogs for the blind. What is guiding as opposed to mentorship, as opposed to uh, as opposed to providing any other form of support for a small business person? You know, Bruce, when we started RaceCorp 14 years ago, I was I was it, and uh, the first company in in RaceCorp was a small advertising agency in Durban, and I was the mentor. And the mentorship model is that I know stuff, you don't know stuff. I'm going to tell you what to do, and I'm going to tell you why. So that's sort of the the, the 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 relationship between mentor and mentee. Is it almost like an old-fashioned teacher-pupil relationship? Correct. It's you stand I, with the, at, at the blackboard pointing out one plus one is two, and it is two because I know it's two because I've done the sum before. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going mm. to give you the reasons. A good mentor will give you the reasons. And, uh, and I, I thought I was a very good mentor. And every time I, I worked with the companies, I used to say, well, you need to go left and lo and behold, they went right. And I couldn't understand why they went right. Until I, I spoke to a couple of psychologists who said, well, no matter what you do with entrepreneurs, they will do the opposite to what you do. So you've been um, wasting your time. <laughs> I've been wasting my time. That's the psyche. Then, then I, but, what, what is the, but what is the psychological reason for that? So you've got somebody who's single-minded and proud enough to go out, risk their capital, to take a chance and go out into the world. They've got the wisdom to come and ask somebody else for guidance. You give that guidance. And then they do the opposite. Well, well, there's no upside for, for, for mentorship. That's what I worked out. Because if you tell them <laughs> if you tell them to go left and they went left, they said, well, you know, I went left. It was my idea. And if uh, you, you tell them to go left and they should have gone right, well, then they tell you you're wrong. So you never, you never get it right and you, you, you often get it wrong. Okay. So, so mentorship didn't work for us for, for the longest time. So I was looking for another alternative. And so coaching became the thing. And coaching comes from a, and, and, um, and I'm talking, I, I need to contextualize what I'm talking about. I'm talking within the context of a startup entrepreneur. Okay, that's the context. It's very yes. important context that I'm speaking These about. These are the people that Lindiwe Zulu wants to support. She wants this Ministry of Small Business Development. This is the space we're in. It's people who have got an idea, whether it's opening a shop, opening whatever it might be. This these is are the risk first take- step. These are risk takers. These are people who are defying something. So, yeah. so now we go to the coaching environment, and I employ my first uh, coach. Um, and I remember. Thinking, so this is somebody now who's coaching you. 
No, no, oh. coaching my, my entrepreneurs okay. now. Okay. So they're coaching, she, she's now coaching my entrepreneurs. And she was also, after two years, she comes back and she says, this thing's not working. And, the re- and I said to her, why do you think it's not working? And she said, the reason why, she, the feedback she's getting is that they keep asking her to, to, to just give the answer. And every time they gave her the answer, they would do the opposite anyway. So, so she, what, what is the difference, sorry to be fake, between yeah. mentorship and coaching? So, so coaching comes from the, the point of view that you have the answer within you and I'm going to coax it out of you. So should I go left or right? Well, what do you feel is the right answer for you? The answer lies within you and my role as coach is to facilitate the answer out of you. Mentorship is I have the answer and I'm going to mm. inform you and I'm going to give you the reason why. Okay, so coaching is, is teaching you basically to fish rather than giving you the fish. Correct. All right. and, and I think coaching is an incredible methodology. So, so I, I don't want uh, all the coaches to get up in arms with me. But within the context of startup entrepreneurs in that psyche, um, it, it wasn't working either. So we started working on a different methodology in 2006, which, which effectively was something like this is that I'm going to give you, if, should I go left or right? You, if you go left, this is, these are the possible consequences for going left. If you go right, these are the possible consequences for going right. You choose. So it sits between as a mixture between the two. So I'm A, giving you the information, and, and B, allowing you to choose. It's, it's the mixture between the two. And that started working really well. So in 2006, we started building out this methodology, and I'm simplifying it. And in 2011, we actually got it accredited through the British government through an organization called Svedi as, as an entrepreneurial intervention methodology. So, and it's been incredible. So you've created this. So this is not something that you yeah, read yeah. in a Harvard well, Business not, Review. Not me. Or I, wish like it, I wish it were me. It was a team of people within RaceCorp, very, very smart people. You're the enabler. Raise. Yeah. You created Ray's Corp. Yeah. They worked there. Yeah, it's but, your but, idea. But there was a particular yeah. lady called Linda Hart who was a very okay. p- p- big part of it. Uh, she, and she was uh, trained in many disciplines, um, including coaching. And she was, uh, the, I'd say, the, the biggest contributor. Um, but what's very interesting is we built it out into a four-year training program, which is a PG, which is a professional entrepreneurial uh, – so, sorry, CEG, Certified Entrepreneurial Guide – which is a one-year program, a PG called the Professional Entrepreneurial Guide, which is also a one-year program, and a two-year master's program. So to become a, a master guide, it takes four years, uh, and that's accredited. As, it's an accreditation in, in the UK and in Europe. Uh, when, what do you have to have done to become a master guide? Do you need to have be, been bankrupt three times, have lost your shirt, have, and have scars in various parts of your body that you can't show to people you don't know very well? Well, that's part of how we choose our guides. Yeah. But in order to be be, become a guide, you have to have met our selection criteria. One in 104 applications to become a guide is successful. And then they have to go through a four-year training program. They can already start tr- uh, um, practicing in their first year uh, with InRaceCorp. And we've done this also with a number of our competitors as well where we've trained them, including people from Burundi, um, who have come through to become guides and, and move their methodology to, from, from mentorship to, to guiding. Typically, what sort of people make good business guides? Four things that we, we look for. Uh, number one is the experience, that your personal experience in, in, in business, that you've been doing many things. And we look for breadth of experience because your repertoire of experience is more important than, than your, your depth because generally you will 
Not, not that depth isn't important, but we look for breadth in particular. Yeah. The second thing is academic qualifications is, is important, but not necessary. Thirdly, is your communication skills. Because very often people with incredible intellect and knowledge and know-how don't, aren't able to articulate in a way that people will understand. But also people who are, who are very bright, who think that this is easy, mm. um, I can't believe that you're not seeing the answer, don't make great guides. They then take, they be go, they're going to become the mentor and say, now listen, yes. this is the way to do it, exactly. all right? I've and, seen this 30 times before. And then you shut down. And you mm-hmm. go... I'm going right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the final thing we look for, which is the most important, is empathy. And empathy is the, the thing that we've learned how to test for. You cannot teach a person what it feels like to go through a month end. You cannot teach a person that. You can. There's a great uh, uh, cartoon which I've got with somebody throwing a book called How to Swim into the, into the Sea Where There's a Guy Drowning. It's not going to help. <laughs> you, know? you, it's, you, 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 you can't learn you know, in that context. So for me, the, the experience is incredibly important and not just the academics. Do you want to be a business guide? Do you want to be a coach? Do you want to be a mentor? Have you been through this process of mentorship, coaching, and guiding? What works best for you? Why is it whether one discipline works better than another? 021-446-0567-011-883-0702. It sounds very alluring, the notion of business guiding, getting you to make ultimately the best decision for your business in a way that, one, you own the decision, so you have to live with that decision, and you've got to make the call and make it work and you'd live by the consequences of that decision as well certainly focuses the mind Alon Ray is the uh, head of Ray's Corp this evening you can follow him on Twitter at Alon Ray's A-L-L-O-N R-A-I-Z he's got full of tips and full of ideas and full of advice on that particular front Pindile and Centurion you've got a question for Alon this evening good evening to you Pindile good evening good evening Bruce Uh, thanks for the opportunity um, I've got just a small question. Um, I've been in the business intelligence uh, uh, um, industry for, for almost like nine years now, going to ten. So uh, it's more technical. So I'm looking at something that will drive me more into into the business and the entrepreneurial uh, world. So what I'm trying to understand is how far apart is this entrepreneurial guiding thing? Uh, uh, how far apart is it from business intelligence? So if I want to learn it, uh, uh, what kind of uh, things will I have to follow? Okay, cool, Pindile. Thank you very much for the question. Okay, uh, I listen on the radio there. The th- thank you, Pindile. Well, I feel very unintelligent because I don't know what business intelligence well, means. I, I, I'm in this assuming context. you do, you see. It's that silly yes. thing okay. where we don't ask enough questions. What is it, Pindile? Uh, allow me to, to, to explain it. Yes, please. please. No, it's basically using all your information resource that you have to try and, and, and get some intelligence out of it, like how many sales you've made to reach um, okay. region. So it's more so, te- it's more technical and data-driven then? It is data-driven using all the, the, the latest technology. Okay. okay. Thanks, right, Pindile. Then I can answer. So, so Pindile, then the answer would be that in, in business intelligence, as you describe it, you are synthesizing information that's, that you've set up to come to you and then making certain deductions. In guiding you working with an entrepreneur face-to-face um, and, and gleaning information and working out what are the right questions to ask that entrepreneur in order to facilitate them to understand which is the right direction to move in for themselves at 
at that particular time in their business. Dare I suggest, and don't throw anything, I don't think you've got anything heavy anywhere near you, that what Pendila is doing is the hard stuff in terms of hard data. Mm. You're doing the soft stuff. It, it's more human intervention. But, I mean, Pendila's got, if, if, you, if you're accessing the data, you've got the information you need. It's mm. how you then use that information to convey it in a way that the person that you are guiding mm-hmm. can use it effectively because you're analyzing the data. So he's on the right track. Mm. What does he need to do to convert that business intelligence skill that he's got into the guiding process? Um, sure. I mean, they're complete. They're, as you put it, there are different sides of the coin. So one is looking at data. One is looking at a single source of information, which is the entrepreneur's point of view, and then asking questions to get different insights into how they came to that point of view and get them to think differently about their business. So how to move, I actually feel very unintelligent now, Bruce. You've done it again. Um, I'm so sorry. Un- he did it, not me. <laughs> Pinilla uh, did it. But you have to become a, a, a guide. Yeah, but, it, but it's, it's taking the raw data and interpreting it in, in a useful way and analyzing it in a way that you can help that business owner Manage their business better. That's the BI stuff. Yeah. But, but the guiding is, is different. Guiding is asking the right questions. Okay. So using that data to ask the questions so that the business owner can oh. make the right decisions based on the intelligence that you've gathered on their behalf. Sounds right. Pussy and North, you've been through the Raise Corp process, have you? Yes, actually, uh, I've just come out of two guiding sessions. Thanks, I want to say thanks to Alon. Yeah. My name is Busi, the stock fell lady. <laughs> <laughs> you must have heard so much, Bruce. I've been on your show. Yes, you have, Busi. How's it? Yes, fine. I'm fine. Uh, but, but, but how then? Okay, because the, the stock fell process is so interesting, um, and stock fells are absolutely integral to so many South Africans. How is guiding helping you with, in the stock fell process, Busi? Uh, what you don't know, Bruce, is that I run a business, a marketing and promotions agency, where I help companies to access stock funds. Yeah. You know, that's one part. But what I've learned, you know, through my guides, I mean, I've just had a session with my financial guide and my sales and strategy guide, is to grow my business as a marketer within the stock fund market. So I just want to say thank you, thank you to Alan. This is my sixth <laughs> month and I love every moment of oh, it. Thanks, you know, Pussy. It's that, really opened my mind. Yeah. Pussy, thank you so much uh, for, for, for that. I mean, yeah, it's working. Yeah. Tell, tell me a quick Harvard story because Harvard, these are supposed to be the whiz kids from around the world, the cleverest people in the world. What are they doing? Well, uh, this is particularly about a story about me being there a couple of years ago on a course, and um, they have a they have a case study called Carter Racing, and so they, we had eighty two people in in the class, and they give you a whole bunch of information, and effectively they set up a story whether you're in a, you're in a racing team, and there's a problem with the 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 your your gears and your motor etc but you still have to race otherwise you're going to lose your sponsorship and then the question is do you race or don't you race and then well yeah we all go away and we came back and 80 percent of the the class comes back and say we race then they give you more information and they go and you go out again and you come back and you say well do we race or don't we race and they come back and and 80 percent say now we don't race so they they're making the point that more information might change your your decision right and then there's the big reveal that this has got nothing to do with racing this was actually a real life situation with the challenger that went into space and blew up with the o-ring and oh it's got all goosebumpy okay and then they asked the question how many of you would still have raced now that you know it was the challenger that blew up and two people put up their hand one of them was me 
and, and the lecturer said, I don't know either of you. And I can tell you both of you are entrepreneurs. <laughs> okay. and, and she was one Obviously we were both entrepreneurs that Despite all the information This comes back to, to the, the left or right yes. uh, Even though you know you're going to blow up I'm still going there okay. and, that's, uh, and really that made the point That I too am susceptible To that same psychology You can't tell me what to do They might have blown up I won't blow up. No, but that and and that would dif- that is what differentiates entrepreneurs from the rest of people. People who've got jobs, people who run businesses for other people, they're going through the functions. You guys are testing the boundaries. If you're a true entrepreneur, you are testing the boundaries every single day and pushing those boundaries. Terrifying. Remind me never to go anywhere with you. Alon Rays, the managing director of Rays Corp.